There once was a woman, a host with the most, with plenty of Coca-Cola for a holiday toast. She headed out to share a Coke with friends in town, but outside the door was a gift on the ground. So she reached inside and read the letter. Have a Coke, old friend, because together tastes better. This season, say thank you to family, friends, or neighbors by sharing an ice-cold Coke. Because sharing brings us together, and we know together tastes better. Pick up a Coke at your nearest Dutch's shops and share it today. I'm your co-host, Daniela. Welcome to Making Sense of Success, a podcast dedicated to finding the meaning of success and empowerment. Stay tuned every Saturday for new episodes. You can find us on Instagram at makingsenseofsuccess.pod. Please feel free to email us at makingsenseofsuccess at gmail.com if you'd be interested in sharing your stories of success and empowerment. Well, welcome, Meredith. Did you want to give us a little short bio about yourself, um, your favorite hobbies, your favorite color? Absolutely. Hi, everyone. I'm Meredith Youngson. Uh, I'm the founder of Lake and Oak Tea Company. We make um, superfood teas and adaptogen blends that are organic and healthy and functional and super tasty. Um, I'm also a cook and a recipe developer. So my life is all about food and um, tasty things and with a, with a dash of nutrition thrown in there. <laughs> <laughs> what do you... Um... I guess, do on a daily basis that creates um, a sense of like, I don't know, what is the word? Um, fulfillment. There we go. Oh, that's a that's quite a question. Um, I think that's sort of like what I've tried to create with my, my, my career and my lifestyle. It's kind of to bring fulfillment. Um, like my career is my lifestyle. So everything kind of flows into one, which makes it great sometimes and also very stressful sometimes. So when your hobby is also your job, it's, it can blur the lines a little bit and you can get burnt out, but it is very fulfilling to do what you love day in and day out. So that's sort of like very fulfilling, I would say. That's, it's nice to participate in things that fulfill you every single day because not a lot of people can say that they do. And for that reason, being any other cause, we, you know, can't really control. But uh, being able to do something every single day that fulfills you is kind of like the dream, you know? Totally. Um, I was thinking about your question of what, like, defines success. And I was like, well, I, I see it as definitely different for every person so it's not I mean especially these days it's people don't necessarily think the millionaire with the yacht is leaving is leading a perfect life like it's not necessarily that's not there's not one way to be successful so you know having a fulfilling day-to-day experience is pretty much successful as you can get I guess it doesn't mean everything's perfect let's be honest it's not by any yeah means. for sure <laughs> and I think yeah a lot of the time we don't really see like what's going on behind someone like in their personal lives always just Mm -hmm. because right not everyone's going to share that information of course so when you're talking about someone for example who makes maybe a really high salary and as you were saying has a yacht and everything you never really know if that's fulfilling them or if they're actually happy in life right absolutely and people are are finding new ways to to make a living and to define success for them. So I think it's 
pretty exciting time. In a way, it's, it's overwhelming with, so, with the amount of things that you can choose to do um, with your life, mm-hmm. but it's also empowering for sure. Has there been any sort of like advice that you've kept to you, um, tried to keep at hand whenever you're going through a, a strong, strong good time or a strong bad time? I think the the idea um, to t- to take action, just continue, like just keep going. Essentially, like don't don't um, give up. Just slow down. I guess if things get really hard, um, it doesn't mean you like don't throw in the towel, but like take take a breather. You know that. Um, I mean that has definitely kept me over the past ten years building what I've been trying to do. Because um, I kind of for I went through a stage where I was a, a quitter. I would call myself like if things got hard, I would give up. I'd be the first person to quit a job. If there was any sort of trouble um, with relationships, like just, I was a big quitter. And I think changing that mentality to just be in it for the long haul and um, go through those tough times um, has helped me a lot. I think that's my favorite advice literally ever, just because I I put it into my own life, obviously. And I think if I'm going to run, I can't stop moving because then I'll quit. You have to keep make sure you're moving at all times, even if it's just a slow jog. I'm not a runner, so it's always going to be a slow jog um, and not a run. So it's like it's nice to be able to put advice into your own life and your own experiences for sure. I I love that you related it to running because um, I was I'm working a lot on um, kindness to yourself and just goes some like what's the word self. I'll just say self-kindness. So, oh, self-acceptance, right? And so, like, Mm -hmm. with your analogy with running, um, so I I started running, like many people, during COVID because there's nothing else to do. And when it got really hot, I couldn't couldn't run as long. And I'm like, well, I could just stop. Or I could, you know, as you said, walk a little bit and just continue to go out three and four times a week. But you might not get the same output. But so it's kind of like, I love that analogy that you you brought up. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard. Working out is really hard, but literally life is hard in general you keep moving and you're like learning from everything and every choice that you make I feel like that's what's going to deter you from quitting and really make yourself proud absolutely yeah stringing those days together that like it's like giving up completely or doing like two like stringing those days together so it becomes like a lifestyle yeah that's that's absolutely And then as we talk about your passion, um, did you want to give us a little bit about the reason why you started to work with uh, tea? Absolutely. So it's kind of an interesting, it's weird because I was never like a tea person. There's like standard tea people, you know them, they have like 40 teas in their cupboard. (laughs) There's those people, everyone knows those people. I wasn't that person, but I was, I had finished studying holistic nutrition and I'd finished university and, and I was at that stage, a lot of young people um, are at where like they're sort of like the quarter life crisis. Like you're experiencing anxiety, you're experiencing depression. You're not sure what's going on with your body. Um, it's all new to you. Um, and so I started playing around with um, herbs, like herbs as medicine, you know, um, creating these um, natural blends. So the sort of um, quick and simple, healthy remedy for these um, for these symptoms that I was experiencing. And that kind of got me got me really into making teas because I was like oh how do I feel good right now with something that's awesome for you I wasn't ready to commit to supplement or medication obviously um, nothing wrong with that but and for my experience I wanted to 
work for something like herbal tea. So that's what really got me started into teas. Um, and then it kind of just went from there. So like the, my first blend was an anti, anti-anxiety blend. We call it ashwagandha and chill. And from there I created like not, there's like nine, nine blends. Uh, so kind of just spiraled. Oh, wow. Um, did it just kind of come out, I guess, as like a hobby in addition to that and then like work its way into a business? Yes. I think the, the time of it being a hobby was very short because I, I'm a creative and a creative person that just loves putting things out into the world. Like I'm a blogger. So I'm a, you guys know you create, you create podcasts. So like, it's just like something in you that needs to put it out into the world. So it was kind of like, let's do this. And like, I was, I was following podcasts like this, like, for 10 years, like I need to, I want to do something, you know? So it was kind of like, let, let's just do it. <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. I think when you find, like when you have that spark of an idea, like you sometimes it's just like, well, this is the one I have to follow. And it just felt right. Yeah. So. Yeah. I agree. Like this podcast, Danielle and I, it's our little baby that we're both trying to <laughs> blossom with. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. I love it. And you're obviously- talking to so many people along the way. I mean, this is exactly the kind of podcast that I would listen to. So, Oh, thank you. Do you have um, like any plans um, or any goals for your company at the moment that you kind of want to um, put in the works? Absolutely. So we had and over the past two years, we worked a lot of uh, boutiques, spas and cafes. Um, but I but we haven't I'd like a little bit more traction. So we're trying to sort of put, you know, put a little bit more um, acceleration into like what we're doing and we're going to try to get into some larger stores um, starting this fall, some like larger grocery stores and health food stores. And, and to get, do that, we're going to, I'm creating this like um, compostable and biodegradable uh, packaging. So it's, it's obviously super eco-friendly and that's what I'm working on now, creating like a beautiful and also eco-friendly packaging that will uh, work in, you know, your whole food stores. So that's what I I'm was- really yeah, I was looking at your Instagram, like just, you know, in loving the love your gram. It's beautiful. <laughs> love all the matcha. Danielle and I love it. Oh, yeah. Um we saw that you had like switched to glass mm-hmm. for your packaging. How has that been for you? Yeah, uh thanks for noticing. It was it was interesting. So um I mean our whole thing was always we wanted to to be beautiful because I just didn't see I mean in Toronto I didn't see tea companies that I really wanted to have you know, sh- uh, shown in my pantry, nothing was like that attractive and aesthetically pleasing. So that was the initial idea, like something pretty that you can gift. Um, and then there was obviously the added bonus of it being recyclable and reusable. So people um, have really resonated with that. Um, there was definitely the tricky time where like, oh, glass is really heavy and oh, glass breaks in the mail. So like there was that, there was definitely that hump last year where a bunch of shit basically broke when I sent it, but like we- Oh no. Are shipping. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I feel like that happens to- it's like you try you put your toe in the water, you try something, something doesn't work. It's just part of it. It's part of the whole experience, right? So like mm-hmm. that we haven't had a breakage in a while. So <laughs> you learn, right? Like Exactly. Yeah. It's also nice to have glass because like it's so easy to repurpose it. I mean, mm-hmm. kind of easy, you gotta like take the tax off, but you know, stickers, but that's hard. But it's nice that you chose a different um path to um go with since a lot of companies who are in the herbal tea um niche do um like paper bags and it's kind of nice to see that there is a company who cares about um making the change kind of like as fast as possible 
Absolutely. Uh, we just launched um, our bulk tea. So basically, mm-hmm. instead of buying a new jar every time, you can buy a big bulk bag of tea and refill it. So people have been asking for that. And so we quickly kind of responded because I totally appreciate that. You don't want to have like eight jars stacked up because some people really rely on the tea every day, right? Right. Yeah. That's how I feel with like all my Trader Joe's like sweet chili sauces. They're like the coolest bottle ever, but there's like not a lot of product and I have like eight of them. Don't know oh. what I'm going to do with them. <laughs> yeah. And you almost want to save the bottle, but then you're like, what am I actually going to do with this? So, yeah. Yeah. A lot of salsa bottles for propagating <laughs> plants. That's just oh, perfect. What, it, what it does. Um, have you experienced a lot of hardships um, with starting your company and the blog or anything that has kind of made you change your mind about a few things? For sure. I would say um, most of my hardships were, were internal struggles rather than things that happened externally. So like, um, as I mentioned with anxiety and depression, um, it's not something that just goes away. It's just things that you um, manage. And um, when you when you are creating something for the world um, and you're putting it out into the world, whether it's like a blog post or product, um, it, it brings up a lot of insecurity, uh, shame, like old unresolved issues. Like these things come out when you're working on these things and you're and you're connecting with other people so you it definitely challenges you to work through them um like whether you're like um, going to pitch your product to a new company or you're going on the news to talk about something like these are all things that um really are really challenging for certain people and so like it's those are more of the struggles I would say that I have been dealing with over like the past 10 years but it like it definitely forces you to better yourself in every way for sure and I think like a lot of people in this day and age kind of like have that imposter syndrome type of like thing that happens to them and they just crash you know what I mean like they're like oh I can totally do this and then once they've done it they're like talking themselves out of it and thinking that they're like a fraud and that they don't have the knowledge to back themselves up and it's kind of just like a mind game and you're like why is my mind being like this someone can be completely credible and all of like their daily tasks and own personal struggles make it hard and not fun in a whole business (laughs) especially when on the outside they look cool as a cucumber right like when I um my biggest uh, past fall I took part in a cooking competition um on a reality show which isn't released yet but I was experiencing like major 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 self-doubt like I who am I to do this like I don't know how to do and like talking to my therapist she's like can you think about um, like a, a chef that you admire and like, how do you think he felt the first time he was on TV? And just thinking how like everyone goes through that feeling of self-doubt and feeling like they're, they're not enough. And all you can do is just like, keep like, keep at it, honestly, and put on a brave face. <laughs> Everyday struggles of yeah. 2020, honestly, yeah. right there. Um, how are you able to manage like your time to make sure you're doing the things that you love? I, you said that you like to enjoy cooking. Is that correct? Yeah. So cooking is also my job. I work in recipe oh. develop, development as well. Yeah. I'm a classic millennial where you have like three, uh, three things that you're doing at once. I but, love um, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, I do this and I, do, I don't really consider it um, either my side hustle. I kind of uh-huh. just do both, but um it's hard to manage. Absolutely. Especially, yeah, as as I mentioned, like when your hobby is your job, it it can feel like you're working all the time, but, um, 
you de- uh, yeah, I the priori- I'm trying to work on prioritizing, I guess, is the best, way. you know, what needs to be done and what's just a, what's just a fluffy thing that I want to do. Yeah. Prioritizing. At a time. Hey guys, so as you may know, Sierra and I use uh, Anchor to record our podcast. It's really the easiest way to make a podcast. First of all, it's free. They also provide you with creation tools, which allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your cell phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. The best part is that you can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Just make sure you download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Has being able to have cooking as one of your jobs been able to um, help better your tea business? For sure. Um, I'm like a taste first person, then like nutrition second. So my um like if you eat my food you'll know like it's it's rich it's hearty but it's pretty healthy in a way too so um my blends are all designed to be like enjoyed you know like I'm not not the not the typical like medicinal tasting herbal tea so that's sort of the idea behind them and I think that's why they have been um successful like they have a lot of repeat customers which is what is a good sign you know people drinking them like oh this is the best chai I've ever had this is the best this so like that definitely shows um and I'm really proud of that because it's got to taste good at the end of the day (laughs) <laughs> big sucker for chai tea and a okay, lot of chais awesome. have honey in it and I'm I'm vegan so I can't oh my God. You know, do the honey thing yeah um and I'm like why there's yeah. stevia there's monk fruit why does it maple. have to be honey right you can't, yeah I put maple syrup and everything um I was vegan for four years so I appreciate it and you know being vegan actually inspired a lot of what I do now because uh, it's such a I don't know it's such an interesting um it's an inspiring time. Like when you're like being a vegan, it's inspiring. Like at the end of the story, there's just so much going on in the vegan culture. And yeah, <laughs> there is a lot going on. You're like, who's going to yell at me today, but who's going to uplift me for eating a nectarine? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Who is it going to be? <laughs> yeah. And what are people doing with cauliflower today? I don't know. Right. There's, yeah. There's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> or like, yeah. Chickpea brine. Yeah. Oh yeah. Aquafaba. Never done anything with aquafaba. But I've tr- kind of tried in my brain. Didn't actually execute it. But we're, we're getting there. I know. Um, I know really the other hard. day, someone was like, do you want my chickpea brine to make something with it? I'm like, honestly, no. Like, I, I, I don't wear chickpea brine. But, um, yeah. <laughs> that is the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, my God. Who, who asked me that? Um, do you have, like, your own personal favorite tea or recipe that you've ever made? Oh, well. I know. Um, I make I make a lot of spicy food. Um, so like I would say like my favorite recipe would be like a Thai curry or an Indian curry. I like things really flavorful, um, over the top. Um, so definitely like Thai or Indian cuisine. Um, in terms of tea, um, right now I'm drinking ashwagandha and chill because it's just like my I had like you know a bit of a tummy ache this morning because and it just like chills me out and then you can have it all day. So I would say my ashwagandha tea is great but I am a sucker for matcha so I'm glad you guys are are fans like so good with milk oh yes (laughs) um for anybody kind of wanting to start their businesses and really do the two two businesses thing without that kind of being a one being like a side hustle what would you what would you tell them in order to make it work, I would say find 
if you can, like find two things that you're at least semi, you have to be pretty passionate and invested in them to, to do both, or you'll probably just get burnt out pretty quick unless it's like a transition. But yeah, I would say definitely um, do some soul searching and think like even I, like every day I question, I'm like, do I still want to be doing both of these at the same time and think about what you want to be doing in five and 10 years? I'm like, yeah, I can't see myself not blogging. I can't see myself not having a product into the world. So I just have to make it work essentially. So just think about your ideal day and what that would look like. And does it involve both of these things or these three things or like, yeah, I would just think about your ideal day and how that relates to what you are working on now. That's a really good way of looking at it just because I think a lot of the time everyone has like these big dreams, right? But in the long term, it's kind of hard to, I guess, quantify it in like a 24 hour type of thing of yeah. what that would look like in your day to day life and how much time you're actually willing to commit to something. Um, so no, that's definitely a good perspective to take on it. <laughs> I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, that's, yeah, <laughs> I've got to look at things that way now. Absolutely. Especially because sometimes your ego can trick you into thinking you want certain things. Like if I said to myself, I want to be a model tomorrow, it's like, well, what is that going to involve? Like eight hours a day standing or do I like people? Not like, you know, like you just have to think about what you, what you actually want to do. And it's, it's, it's so simple, but it's like, it's a thing that for a lot of my twenties, I didn't think about, but um, yeah, totally. You're talking to the right people then. because yeah, like, yeah. We're just right around there. Yes. I heard, Yeah. You guys are ahead of the game. <laughs> we, we try sometimes. I mean, yeah. Depends totally. on the day. <laughs> Um, what was I gonna? I literally had the question <laughs> in my brain. Uh, of course, the Sunday, I, yeah. Sunday side. <laughs> I did. I did want to mention something earlier that you had said earlier. I really, it really resonated with me. But and I've been trying to go about things more like that. But like, why not me? Like having yeah. that type of mentality for oh, things. I love it. I, I think it's really hard to have that. Oh yeah. But um. I don't know. I've been kind of trying to put myself out there more and stuff. I've always liked like a challenge and all that. So mm-hmm. um, I've tried having that mentality and that's helped me a lot, actually. Um, just because it, it does encourage you. It really does. And it's infectious too. Like I, the why not, yeah, the why not me totally. Um, I've def like, for example, uh, five years, four years ago, I took up a, a position that was definitely, um, I was not qualified for. And I, I got the position and I was just like, fuck, fuck it. Like, why not? Like, why not apply? <laughs> and since then it's been like, that has changed my mindset. Like I, like, like you said, why not me? I, I deserve this. If I think if, if it's something I'm interested in um, and I can like, I can make it happen. So yeah, definitely. And like, even for, in terms of a job, as you were saying position, um, like my mom would always tell me, I remember she'd be like, apply anyway, even if you're not qualified. Cause you never know what'll happen. That's amazing. I love it. That's a great wow. supporter. <laughs> that would be yeah. That's totally my advice to my friends. I'm like, and my and my partner. I'm like, come on. Like, it says five years experience. You got two. Perfect. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's me, and I see all the requirements for the job, and I'm like, oh, yep. Outlook, Microsoft can't do those, but I can do Google Sheets. That maybe next go. time. Maybe next time. <laughs> But those I mean, are bullshit anyways. Yeah. I, I feel like the people who write those, they're just like, no, they're just trying to, 
yeah, I don't know. Especially like, with, like, the five-year experience. Like, a lot of the time, it's really hard if you can't even get, like, an entry-level job in your field to have those, like, five years to be able to do that. But then absolutely. it's, like, now the entry-level job has that requirement. So it's, like, where do you get those five years? <laughs> My way around that is, like, like work it into like you're either volunteering or your hobby mm-hmm. like if you wanted to be an accountant you could just be like i account on my own or not i do finances on my own time here's my finance blog i don't know like there's right. so many ways now that you can show that you act you can fake it like show if you really care you can show how you are it is a part of your life absolutely um somehow mm-hmm. i feel that I'm not even close to being done with college but i really do feel like being getting a job in my field one day mm-hmm. i will I will say, why not me? Why not me to own this entire company HR right out of college? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you gotta. I mean, we'll start somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Why not start big? Go big or go home. I don't know. (laughs) As we gear towards wrapping this episode up, in a way, what is something that you kind of want people to know? It can be anything, absolutely anything, just something you could tell an entire room of people without caring what anybody is going to say back. I would say work towards being, like at the end of the day, work towards being the authentic you, um, no matter how, no matter the journey that that will take you on. I think that's like all we can really do. Um, Yeah. I know. You're like, I'm going to be thinking about that question all day yeah. long now. <laughs> Just because, like, I am there's always, that. yeah, there's always that one time in our life where, like, why can't we just, why can't we just tell somebody what we want them to know, what we want an entire room of people to know without anybody trying to rebuttal you or trying to argue with you about anything and have them just, like, listen, just yelling at people whatever you want. And that's what it, we're doing here. I think just like you're amazing. Like when I think like general, like to to like you're in a wonderful person. You can do what you, you can do anything that you want. I think is what I would want to say to anyone. And I want to say it to my friends who are like in jobs they don't necessarily like. I want to say it to you know my partner. I want to say it to my sister. Like I want to say it to people who aren't in the position that they want to be and they feel stuck. Like yeah, you like you're capable of anything. I guess. I think that's a really good one. I needed that one. <laughs> I feel stuck in life, but that's okay. Um, and then do you have any small businesses you'd like to give a shout out to, um, especially during this pandemic? Um, we'd like to give a little spotlight on a small business so we can purchase from there. That's amazing. Um, yes, Shelby Naturals. Um, I'm like a huge, I'm just a fangirl. Um, it's a skincare brand and it is it was local to Toronto, um, but she sells all over North America, and it's just very very simple, natural, um, nutritionist made uh, skincare, mm-hmm. and it just and it makes your skin look amazing. At the end of the day, that's that's key. But she's also wonderful. I met her at a, a pop up market, and I've just been a fangirl ever since. So I highly recommend Shelby Naturals. Alrighty, yeah. And would you like to? Yeah, include your socials where people can either find your blog, the tea. Absolutely. Yeah, so um, my my tea handle is Lake and Oak Tea, and then my food blog is earthandoven.com. 
and that's where you can find my food. This year, the Home Depot is improving how we do the holidays, starting with our Holiday Gift Center. Find great gifts for any doer and the best prices of the year just for you. Like the top-rated Ryobi OnePlus Drill Kit and the Dewalt Atomic Drill Kit. Get easy in-store pickup or even easier home delivery. The Holiday Gift Center, in-store and online, and Black Friday prices now through December. Gift-giving improved from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. U.S. only, while supplies last, see store for details.